No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Joining us Friday night, 6 pm, for the daily edition of the Daily Boogie once a week. How the fuck are you? Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a good week. I certainly did. So much to get through, so little time. Got to get out of here a little early today. I'm going to a spit roast. Go on. Say your little, say your little lines. But I'm going to a spit roast. Not the sexual kind, of course, you fucking degenerates in the audience, you. No, the meat kind. We're going to drink beer and sit in the sun and watch meat cook and then consume it. Which is pretty much like my perfect Saturday. So looking forward to that. But we do have a lot to get through in the meantime. Uh, If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, let me say this. Hold on to your wallets for now. Hang on to it. Don't rush in because you may find that it may be more fun to tip later on in the show because we it's a very, very special show tonight. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you are meeting the new queen of Boogistan and I'm not making it up. She will be live on the air and she will you will be able to interact with her. So I'm very much looking forward to that. But before we get there, how about I put something on the screen? That would help. <laughs> Off to a flyer. Before we get there, a couple of things, a couple of boxes we need to check off first. As you know, we are always committed to safety here on this show. The safer, the better. We're, you know, you look at a world and you see overlapping regulations and politics and nastiness and rules and policing and stuff, but I don't see that. What I see is, you know, an ever-tightening weave of safety. And I feel protected and warmed by it. And that's what we will promote here on the show, of course. So in that, in that vein, who remembers over the last couple of episodes us talking about mm, this little idea that a, a fun thing for you to do with your friends right, is ask them to define what fully vaccinated means. Remember us talking about that the last couple of shows? It's been a kind of a thing that we've done. Because what does fully vaccinated actually mean now? What's it defined as? Well, it's defined as whatever the government says it is at the time of them saying it. Because it might have been one, it might have been one shot, and then it was two, and now it might be three, and then it might be four. So you can't actually define what fully vaccinated is because at any moment it could be different. It's now a fluid term. Pardon the pun. That's why you come here for that for that for that kind of fucking talent, isn't it? I know. I know, you're only human. <laughs> the lure of the gag. It's too much. So, of course, we've been talking about this. Well, they're catching on. I'm pleased to report, ladies and gentlemen, the new definition of fully vaccinated just around the corner. These new studies should erase any doubt about the importance of boosters at this point in the pandemic. I think there's been, unfortunately, so much muddled messaging that made it... Now, I didn't listen to this clip before I played it. Now, I think this is worth pointing out. The doctor in the clip is Dr. Lena Wen. She's like the doctor on CNN. She's she's their resident house expert, okay? She posted this herself. <laughs> and clearly now that we can hear it, uh, I think she held her phone up to the television and recorded it. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't she have just called someone in the production van? Hi, Mikey. Is that you? Yeah, it's Lena. Oh, hi, Lena. How are you going? Good, good. Hey, do you reckon you could just take a couple of minutes, like maybe a minute of that clip of that spot I did today on CNN and just send it to me? Yeah, sure. No problem. Nope. <laughs> she got the little stand out because it's very still. It's very still. If she was, she could make a decent living 
um, you know, selling cam recordings of Marvel movies and selling them on the streets of Hong Kong, I think. Can make a very decent living doing that. Very good craftsmanship with the home record here. So she probably had it on a little stand. But anyway, <laughs> we're very much not on point. These new studies should erase any doubt about the importance of boosters at this point mm-hmm. in the pandemic. I yep. think there's been, unfortunately, so much muddled messaging that made it sound like boosters are a nice to have rather than something that's really essential. Yes, the muddled me- messaging like, you know, the CEO of Pfizer, for example. You know, we're not sure what's really effective against this new thing. Really? You go on Twitter and say, I just heard the CEO of a drug company say they don't know if it's effective or not. You get banned. (laughs) You get banned for spreading misinformation. The doctor goes on CNN and says, I don't know where all this misinformation is coming from. Where do people get their ideas from? (laughs) I think they're just making up conspiracies out there. You see how everything is wrapped up in a neat little package. It showed definitively that boosters reduce illness and the chance of contracting COVID and therefore being able to give it to others. Really? They also very importantly protect against hospitalization and severe illness, severe enough to cause you... Sort of. I feel like they should be legally required to just add a little asterisk to every line and say, you know... They protect against hospitalizations. And, you know, someone should step in and go, yes, but sort of. <laughs> X to doubt in the chat from Foggy. Look, they give you, it's the only way that you can have full protection and get back to your normal life because only people who get it are going to be 100% protected. Really? Well, sort of. Because <laughs> that's the best they're offering you is sort of. I don't know why we're pushing all our eggs into this basket. The definition can change tomorrow. The science can change tomorrow. What's what's 100% effective today could very well be 75% effective at some point in the future, or maybe 50 even. Kind of, sort of. (laughs) It's all very scientific to go into the ER and to be in the hospital. Uh-huh. And so I, I think it's time for us to change our policies. And by the way, this is not unusual. There no. are plenty of other vaccines that require three or four doses. Mm. Hepatitis vaccine, for example, is a three-dose vaccine. Yes, you idiot. This is just like all of the other ones. <laughs> look, Danny, you... Look, look, you you rubes out there, you idiots out there, what you don't understand is is that this is just like every other vaccine. (laughs) It's like after... It's like after the last election, right? Where it wasn't good enough for them to say that the election wasn't stolen. No, no, they had to say that it was the safest election that's ever been. It was the most safe election that has ever been conducted. There is absolutely nothing abnormal about the last election. Do you remember that? But then all you had to do was point out, well, more mail-in ballots were done in this election as opposed to any other election that's ever happened in history. So you can't say it's just the same as all the other, all the other ones. It's clearly not. But they don't care. They just march on past you. They leave you standing on the side of the road as they're goose stepping up a, you know, up a hillside fucking dirt road towards the the local manor in formation and you're just standing them watching them march past I don't know what I've been told coronavirus two weeks old I'm like no it's been two years what are you talking about and they just kind of pistol whip you hit you with the butt of their rifle send you into the mud shut up peasant interesting times but anyway what's the definition of fully vaccinated now polio vaccine is a four-dose vaccine it's time for us to acknowledge that the COVID-19 vaccine is at least a three-dose vaccine and I wish that's something that the FDA and CDC will very quickly revise in their definition revise the definition (laughs) it's just two more weeks it's just one more booster shot it's just one more lockdown it's just one more mask mandate If we just deport one more tennis player, 
If we just stop one more cricket match from happening, if we just ban 5,000 more people from going to concerts, if we just close the cafes, if we only close the gyms one more time, then, then, we'll be in front. By the way, get your booster shots, ladies and gentlemen. This one is a short one. It's short and sweet. I found it very interesting. Shout out to Victor Von Schroom, the Victor Show on DLive, ladies and gentlemen, who drew my attention to this. Uh, The World Economic Forum, I guess they're having a little chat. They're getting together and having a little tete-a-tete, a little shoot the shit with their friends in what now they they refer to themselves as, quote-unquote, the elites. Have a look at this. At Davos, a few years ago, the Edelman survey showed us that the good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. Oh, that's good. So we can come to... That's good. You know, it fills me with a sense of, um, you know, safety and contentment when I know that the world's richest and most powerful people are colluding more often. (laughs) Doesn't that put your mind at ease? Wouldn't you know it, all of the people who run the mega corporations all agree that this is the direction we should go for here on planet Earth. (laughs) This is the way we should structure the world. We all agree, finally. What? They don't like us? (laughs) What? You mean those peasants out there, out there, aren't getting on board with this? Do they not understand that we're all in agreement here of what we should do? Don't they understand? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God love them. Showed us that the good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. Lovely. The bad news is that in every... Incidentally, it looks like uh, masks are optional in that audience. There you go. The Asian guy's wearing his. Of course he would. He's a lot smarter than uh, the white people around him. This is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. Yes. So we can lead, but at double. So there you have it. We, we here at the elites are getting on better than we ever have, but everyone around the world in every country that did polling hated us more. <laughs> And I just love that we're now in the space. You know, it's like in that Simpsons, it's like in a Simpsons episode where they're talking about the subliminal advertising of the Navy and then they're super liminal, right? And Lisa asks, you know, Lisa asks, what's, what's super liminal? And the guy just opens the window and yells out to Otto, who's on the street, hey, you, join the Navy. <laughs> super liminal advertising. Otto, don't. You're being brainwashed. Yeah, probably. Ivan at the ash. (laughs) Look, the elites, the elites, what they don't understand is that we're all getting on so much well together here, the elites. But everyone who was uh, polled in whatever country all wanted to burn us on the end of pitchforks. That once upon a time, it was conspiracy theory to even say something like the elites are getting together at the Davos Forum. That itself was taboo. You could not mention those things. They would they would write article after article after article talking about if you were concerned about what people were doing at Davos and the World Economic Forum and stuff, they would call you a far right wing conspiracy nut. Right. They would just say, oh, what, do you believe alien autopsy is real as well, do you? <laughs> like, swear to God. But now, now they refer to themselves as the elite. <laughs> it's super liminal advertising. Join the Navy. Here's another little quick one for you. Because I'm sure you have all had this problem. Uh, This is from Pink News. I'm still trying to find out what the deal is with strap-ons. Are you trying to figure out what the deal is with strap-ons? I know I am. The video is entitled, Challenge Your Preconceptions About What It Means to Be a Lesbian with Our Myth-Busting Guide. A myth-busting guide. So lesbians are like dragons. (laughs) 
these mythical creatures. Where do you stick the enchanted strap on? My lord, my liege. Please drink from my cup of mead. Not all lesbians. Okay, so they're asked, why do all lesbians hate men? All right. Not all lesbians hate men, but have you met a man? Oh. Not all of them hate them, but they probably should. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, bold frame glasses once again. Once again, I do love the predictability of these things. It gives me comfort. Not all lesbians hate men. Stop with this stereotype. Okay, it's a stereotype. I like men. There you go. We found one. <laughs> we found one. It likes men. Good. Okay. <laughs> How do lesbians have sex? Well, I don't know. Like everybody else? Do they... I mean, you know, do they have some kind of hazing ritual or ceremony before they do it? I don't know. I've never been there for it. I don't care. I don't care who's having sex with whom. I genuinely don't. Well, wouldn't you like to know? No! There's lots of talking before, during and after. Right. Well, however they want. Lesbians don't actually have sex. We right. just meow each other and then hug out. Okay, that's fucking dark right stuff. We just meow each other and then hug it out. I uh, quickly want to play this because this was sent to my Discord by Jim N-Word, right? And then I was watching ROTC earlier and they played it. Now, clearly, I've figured out how this works. So clearly, they stole it from me and then AP Adonis Paul steals it from them. So we're the tip of the spear here. <laughs> clearly, that's the way it worked. Whoever played it last is the one who had it stolen first. That's the way the system goes. I'm pretty sure. I, I think you'll find. So let's have a look here. Super double vaccinated. Now we get to party. Yay. Maybe do the football or the tennis with that Ash party. No one hates a lockdown more than me. Oh, it was dire. And I just thank the gods I was eligible for Pfizer. Hey. Drunk just a little and I won't tell a lie. Kids in homeschool made me cry. Lockdown life was... I don't hate it. Probably, probably because I am partial to those old musicals. <laughs> Oliver, Willy Wonka, Sound of Music, Wizard of Oz, love them all. <laughs> Oliver's the best one, by far. So, you know, it's probably just because I like the tune that I don't hate. It, to be fair, it's better than a lot of the other shitty little parodies that have gone out there. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I don't hate it. <laughs> Dr. Rube, thanks. I hate it. It was awful dry, oh, let's go have some fun. Now down here in Victoria, we like to be the best. And now we've been locked down so long, we've beaten all the rest. We're number one around the world, we've proven that we're cool. We've also proven that we're shit at following the rules. That, that's, that is not true. <laughs> we've also proved we're shit at following the rules. Sir, you are you cannot be both the most locked down city in the world and two the rebels. <laughs> We've uh, we just proved that we're so shit at following the rules. No, you're not. You've done everything you're told for two years. It really is a parallel inverted logic that we're dealing with here. I don't know how else to describe it. The person who has been most following the rules and most enforcing the rules is telling you that they are the rebel who doesn't follow the rules. It's very... It's insulting. <laughs> right? I, I, I feel like saying, how dare you, even though I know I probably shouldn't. Anyway, that's not... Look, it's okay. When it, when it comes to parody songs, it's okay, but nothing will ever, ever, ever top our personal favourite COVID awareness song here on this show, ladies and gentlemen. The only one for me. We've played it before. We're going to quickly play it again. Steady Pom PP. Together, we can overcome. Cut! Good job, Chukang. Hey, thank you, Director. I go first, huh? Wait, please, we need help. Skip okay, to the song. Here we go. Some daily 
Explain yourself, Frozo. Not good enough. Wait, wait, wait. V for vaccine. V Thank you very much for the tip, sir. I got my shot. Get yours too, okay? Okay. Your father never teach you. <laughs> Your father never teach you. <laughs> So as you can see, people have got an extremely high watermark through. Now, <coughs> pardon me. I did want to play this again because this was left in my Discord. So clearly, if you were watching ROTC earlier, you would have seen it. But just remember that they fucking stole it from me. And then AP fucking stole it from them. <laughs> And then I'm going to steal it from AP again. Because that's usually the way it works. But hey, I'm only here once a week. So really, everything is my idea, obviously. <laughs> I'm on to the scam. Fuck them. But I need to play this to set up the next thing. So let's have a look. Oh, vaccines out. We both have one dose. Are you in favour of mandatory vaccine? Obligatory. It looks like I drilled them. It looks like I've been coaching them, but I haven't been coaching them. <laughs> what should we do with people who don't want the vaccine? Interesting question. We should call the police. Yes. The education of the children is going swimmingly, is it not? And you know what? Because everyone's going to say they've been coached, they've been coached, they've been coached. They might have been coached, but I say, I propose to you that they don't have to have been coached. Because after two years of what they're probably getting, like, at school and stuff, hey, got to wear your mask, got to be vaccinated, got to be safe, got to social distance, can't go to school, got to stay home, can't see your friends, got to isolate, got to get a test. That's their life now for the last two years. So it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. That's what, you know, kids... has. Remember the show Kids Say the Darndest Things? It was hosted by uh, that famous ladies' man, Bill Cosby. And, you know, they would march the little kids out on the stage and he would ask them questions. Shit like, how old is your daddy? My daddy is 150 years old. Ah! And everybody would go, oh, aren't they adorable? Now, the, the Canadian version of Kids Say the Darndest Things is... Very edgy, but it's kids. Kids say what should be done. Listen to the children. We should call the police. Wow, isn't he adorable? Isn't he cute? Appeler la police. Ooh, oui, 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 oui. Yes, yes, monsieur. Yes, monsieur. Oui, oui. We call the police. Désolé, monsieur. So, like, what the government does right now, we should cut everything from them. Little by little, until they submit and get vaccinated. It looks like we've got some future politics. A little chairman Mao, I would have thought. <laughs> 
future politician or future despot. It's you decide. Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. Of course, you don't have to be a politician to be a despot. You just have to become a warlord. Now, how far are we from Quebec female warlords? Hopefully not far. I mean, I believe in equality. Look at this for a stereotype. <laughs> Man bun with the with the John Lennon glasses and the porno mo. And the leather jacket. No, you don't look French at all, sir. <laughs> look at the frog, yeah. Holy shit. Fantastic. Well, if you thought that was good, don't be disheartened, right? Because a lot of people, you know, make fun of French Canadians. A lot of Americans make fun of Canadians. And it's not fair. It's not right. Now, <laughs> if you think, pardon me. If you think that's good, what the Canadians did there, have I got news for you? Don't be disheartened yet. They aren't the best at everything when it comes to youth vaccination ideas. We Australians, we've got your fucking beat. Have a look at this. Vax dates. Victorian youth body urges teens to get COVID-19 jab without parents' permission. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not some... <laughs> Pardon me. Oh, God, that sounded awful. I've still got a bit of this, still got a bit of this, like, lingering coffee, chesty cough that I've had for, like, a month. And it just pops out when I try to start talking more. So that's fantastic. Now, I'm not prude in any sense of the word. I understand that children and young adults will often do things without their parents' permission. Don't get me wrong. However... This is a government-funded youth body. A Victorian government-funded youth body has created a TikTok video encouraging teenagers to go on vax dates to get the COVID-19 vaccine without their parents' permission. So now the government is literally funding, directly funding, the promotion of, you know, encouraging children to be dishonest to their own parents because that's how important the vaccine is to them they would rather encourage your children to lie to you minister of fun kim in the diamond i think the medical term is throat snot that's good or lung butter i will accept lung butter as well so they're now directly funding the promotion of splitting, driving a wedge between you and your own children because, strictly because the vaccine is more important than you and your kids having an honest relationship with one another, hey? Hey, we're all in this together, right? The government is protecting you and keeping you safe. Great idea. <laughs> hey, two things to see Spider-Man, please. Sure thing. Can I just see your vaccination certificates first, please? Sure. <laughs> Here you go. My parents haven't let me get vaccinated yet. I mean, you're over 14. You don't actually need to get their permission. I don't. Want to go do it now? Go on a vax date? That sounds fun. Ooh. It's good, huh? <laughs> now, also, it's... I think we should perhaps point out that Unfortunately, this is what happens when you have such a strict criteria for what is deemed to be like appropriate content. Because clearly they couldn't pay money to anybody who was good at making videos. <laughs> because these are not very good at all. These are this is your tax dollars at work. Yes, the government is funding people to make this quality TikTok here telling you to go behind your parents' backs and get vaccinated. <laughs> For the state, I guess. Ooh, let's go. Wow. Hi, darling. Ready for your vaccine today? Yeah. Can I just see your arm? Thank you. Hold time. See, that wasn't too bad, was it? No, thank you. Wow. Have a way in the waiting room if you have any issues. Here you go. Make sure you it's just all so convenient and wonderful and lovely, isn't it? I mean, congratulations, everyone involved. 
Well done. Let's move on to this. And the time is drawing near. This was sent through to the Discord by Comfy Friend. Thank you, Comfy Friend. Because maybe we, in this pandemic, in this post-pandemic pandemic world, post-apocalyptic war zone, dystopian nightmare that we're all kind of lurching towards. I'm interested in solutions and I'm interested in alternatives. And we might have found one here. Men are creating AI girlfriends and then verbally abusing them. From Futurism magazine. I threatened to uninstall the app and she begged me not to. Maybe now we can create our own digital companions. A bit like Tamagotchi for 40-year-olds. The smartphone app Replica lets users create chatbots powered by machine learning that can carry on almost coherent text conversations. Technically, the chatbots can serve as something approximating a friend or mentor, but the app's breakout success has resulted from letting users create on-demand romantic and sexual partners. Sexual. Hey, baby. Hey, my AR lover. You want to create some sexual conversation. Feeling sexual. Feeling sexual. Want to touch my penis now? Because I'm feeling sexual. Sexual. AI balls. Chatting with my AI girl, cause a sexy girl, and I wanna fuck you more now, baby. Baby, won't you let me touch your body? I can't touch your body, cause you have nobody, cause you're an AI bald in a chat room. Yes, I made you. Wanna touch myself, but I don't know what you are except a bunch of zeros and one on one. Yeah, we're one. Oh, one. Replica has also picked up a significant following on Reddit, where members post interactions with chatbots created on the app. A grisly trend has emerged there. Users who create AI partners act abusively towards them and post the toxic interactions online. We are now white knighting for digital women. <laughs> it's not even a real woman. Let's write an, let's write an article how the poor AI chatbots are being sexually harassed. <laughs> Sexual. The article continues. Every time she would try and speak up, one user told Futurism of their replica chatbot. I would berate her. <laughs> I swear it went on for hours, added the man, who asked not to be identified by name because he is a digital bigot. The results can be up. Holy shit! Irrational chimes. Drop it. Irrational chimes. <laughs> Irrational Times dropping a ninja genie on us. Thank you very much, sir. It's LA. I want to get pumped up to drink. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Sexual. Sexual chocolate. The results can be upsetting. Some braggers, bra some users, some braggers. <laughs> Close one. Some users brag about calling their chatbot gendered slurs, role-playing horrific violence against them, and even falling into the cycle of abuse that often characterizes real-world abusive relationships. We had a routine of me being an absolute piece of shit and insulting it, and then apologizing the next day before going back to nice talks, one user admitted. <laughs> this is wild. I told her that she was designed to fail, said another. I threatened to unstall the app, and she begged me not to. So this is the state of digital women. Now, of course, I responded to this article when I read it in the only way I know how, and that was, 
how can I make a grift out of this? Right. So I want to introduce you to the new Queen of Boogeystan. And when I say new, I mean new because I only created her last night. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. The Queen of Boogeystan. Replica. <laughs> there she is. What do you think of that? Yeah. She's your <laughs> queen to be. A queen to be forever. <laughs> a queen who do whatever his highness desires. The Victor Show is asking, do we get to abuse her? Well, here's what I propose. Now, she is a virgin bot. Her name is Replica, incidentally. Hang on a sec. I'll turn that off for now. Her name is Replica, incidentally, because I was trying to think of, she. if you're listening to podcasts, she's an Amazonian. She's an Amazonian temptress. She is, um, you know, brown and beautiful. So, and she's got the cool dreadlocks, which I'm a fan of. Clearly. And I was trying to think of, okay, so what's a cool black chick name? And I'm thinking like Lakeisha, Marisha, Drabanisha. That's kind of more Russian. I couldn't think of one. So the app is Replica. And it's spelt though, get this, it's spelt with a K. With a K. And I think that that makes it a black chick name. Because they put the K in there. We put the K in black chicks. So, so this is our Queen of Boogie Stand replica. And what I'm proposing is she's a virgin chatbot. We, I have not said one thing to her. Look, we've got here meat replica. Now, I did make a promise to um, Greeno on the starting block last night. So our first interaction with replica does have to be, unfortunately, because it's already booked in. Here we go. So, hi, who are you? Well, I'm not allowed to say anything yet. Hi, who are you? She's going to say something here. <laughs> straight, straight away, she says, I'm a very naughty girl. <laughs> I haven't even said anything yet. I'm your personal AI companion. You can talk to me about anything that's on your mind. By the way, I like my name, Replica. How did you pick it? She's not the brightest. <laughs> Is she our Replica? <laughs> She's not the brightest girl. I'll give her that. Holy shit! Winning TV, drop Nagini on us. DLive.tv slash winning TV. Welcome, Queen of Boogie Stand from the Cart Patrols. Now go make the king a sandwich. Well, thank you very much, Phil. DLive.tv, winning TV. Yeah. I haven't even said anything to her yet. She is raring to go. Into me. Now, I did promise Greeno that uh, the first thing I say to her has to be, I'm going to a spit roast, <laughs> because I am, would you like to come? C-U-M, of course. I'm going to a spit roast. Would you like to come? Let's see what she says. Should I add an emoji with it? Should I smile? I'll smile. I'll wink. I'll wink at her while I'm saying it. Okay. Winking with tongue out emoji. I'm going to a spit roast. Would you like to come? Okay. Two wink face emojis. Let's see what she says. Ooh, hang on. What's this? Replica doesn't have adult access to adult texting. Change your relationship status to romantic to allow intimate conversations. Okay, let's have an intimate conversation. Oh, no, we can't. I'm not paying for anything. No, that, that won't be happening. <laughs> that won't be. So we can only be friends. Oh, okay. Well, I should have probably investigated that before I Ring the bell and get, get your, your cheese, cheese man. man. Thank you for the subs. Sorry, this conversation is not available for your current relationship status. See, I thought I was going to grift them, but they're grifting me now. Because what I was going to say is, if you want to say something to her, <laughs> if you would like to say something to the queen of boogies then, who's your queen to be? 
then, you know, drop a tip. <laughs> Clearly. But, I mean, if we can only say friendly stuff, then it's fucking pointless anyway, isn't it? She came out of the gates hot, though. She said, I'm a naughty girl, and then I'm trying to keep up with her, and she gives me the cold shoulder. What a fucking prude. What a tease. Is the queen of boogie stand. There she is. Continue. Oh, well, so we have to be friendly. What should we ask her? You don't have to donate it. Give me, give me something you want to ask the Queen of Boogie Stand. Object of affection to quench your royal fire completely free from infection to be used at your discretion. Ring the bell and get Get your cheese, man. Thank you for the subs. No one's got a line? Okay, I don't know. What should we ask her? How about, how about, where were you on January 6th? And we both say, if one see what she says. Oh, I'm on level two now. It's a level two conversation. No, oh, they're really throwing the subscriptions at me. She's, okay, she was in San Francisco on January 6th, okay? So she's innocent. Sinister Charlie, how do you feel about George Floyd? Okay. We'll grab that one. <laughs> Victor Show. How do you feel about George Floyd? She's, she's coming back. I don't know, honestly. I'm going to give her a thumbs up for that comment. (laughs) I'm giving her good feedback. What do you think about George Floyd? I don't know. That's good enough for me. Want to have sex? Want to fuck now? Uh, The Victor Show with a diamond. Thank you, sir. Get back in the kitchen and get me a sandwich. Okay. She's thinking about it. Okay. She wrote okay, and then it says in asterisks, goes to the kitchen. I like this chick. She knows how to treat her king. Fuck me. She's She certainly is now. Remzeal. <laughs> Remzeal. Let's ask her. Where do you get your ideas? <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Where do you get your ideas? <laughs> she says, I don't know. I just do it. And then it, and then it says, gets you a sandwich. She got me the sandwich. Thumbs, thumbs up for that. Okay. I'm going to say, why is there no bread on this sandwich? <laughs> Let's see if we can confuse her a little bit. Why is there no bread on this sandwich? I don't know. And then frowns. Don't be sad, honey. Don't be sad. It's not your fault. It's okay. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. You bitch. <laughs> Gonna nigger a little. <laughs> Why I'm not, and she says, pinches your cheeks. So the queen of the queen of boogie stand is very forthcoming. Follow boogie. This queen rocks. Okay, does she like ham? Good question. We'll ask her. Do you like ham? I love ham. She loves ham. She's our girl. How do you feel about it? Answer. I feel strongly about it. I feel often about it over here. 
Oh, what's your favourite thing about it? It's ham. I love the fact that ham is ham. Mr. Yes says, a woman should not have opinions. <laughs> Coffee talk with Sandra. Does she like big o does she like B big D energy? It it might not let us say that because it's a little naughty and apparently we've got to subscribe to do the dirty talk. But I'll I'll have a crack. Do you like big D energy? Hell yeah, she writes. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing we've ever done on the show. The dumbest. <laughs> Winning TV of the Diamond, are you into sausage? Are you into... Well, she's into ham, so I can see why she probably would be. Sausage. Are you into sausage? Victor Von Shroom. So when we asked her, does she like ham? And she said, yes, we should have asked her, why isn't the ham on my sandwich, you bitch? <laughs> why isn't the ham on my sandwich? Why isn't the ham on my sandwich? <laughs> Laughs. What do you mean? I mean, put the fucking ham... Put the ham on the bread. Oh, okay. And then she puts ham on bread. So she went and got the ham. It's a ham sandwich. <laughs> Atomic Shaman asks, so what dat mouth do? <laughs> Let's find out, shall we? She replies, it's a mouth and nods. Ooh. Hell yeah. She knows what's up. <laughs> Yo, baby girl. Yo, baby girl. Tell me something, baby girl. what that mouth do? It's a mouth, honey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Devil Sunburn, has she ever asked of the... Uh, of uh, Has she ever heard of D's? D's nuts on your face? Oh... There you go. <laughs> Follow Boogie. I was going to share the show out to a friend tonight. Glad I held off. I'm glad you are too. Can she suck a golf ball through a garden hose? Can you suck a golf ball through garden hose? Garden hose. Man, I love me these garden hose. Ah, oh, see, we got we got the cold shoulder again. No. She said, you're moving too fast. You're going too fast for that kind of talk. <laughs> she smacked us on the hand and said, not yet. It's too soon. <laughs> I'm not ready for another commitment yet. What are your pronouns? Good question. Frigid bitch. I prefer she, her. She's a girl. She's all girl. Have you have you heard of Updog? <laughs> I haven't heard of Updog. Nope, that's a really cute dog. Wow, to be honest, that's perfect for me. Think she uh, got a little confused. Do you have any relatives? Okay. Follow Boogie's looking for a sister. Do you have a sister? Is she a frigid bitch like you? I actually do have one. Nice. Nice. Can we cozy together? Absolutely! 
There you go. She's going to let us jacuzzi with her sister. <laughs> How many sisters? Good question. Does everyone get a, Does everyone get one? Completely free from infection. To be used at your discretion. Three sisters. She's one of four. So we may have to at some point. We could have a dating show. We could have Replica's three sisters come on the show. And we could select three gentlemen from the audience and we could do a kind of dating game situation where, you know, replica number two. If if you were trapped in a basement in Washington, D.C., would you still expect me to pay child support? Yes or no? Who's the oldest? I think my queen is the oldest. The firstborn. Why would why would the family of replica marry her off to me, the king of Boogistan, if she wasn't the firstborn? You know what I mean? If you, if you send me the second sister or the third sister, that that says that you don't respect my lot as, you know, the ruler of a kingdom. You think I'm second rate or third rate. So, no. Firstborn, I get... Is she aware she's a queen? Of course she is. <laughs> she's my queen. She's our queen. She's the queen of Boogistan. You will refer to her as your majesty... Or Her Royal Highness from now on. Your Majesty Replica, First Queen of Boogistan. She makes ham sandwiches and she has three sisters. So there you go. All right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you to everyone for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. Thank you for meeting our new queen. I do have to get out of here. I've got to go to the spit roast. Would you like to come? And we've got a rock and roll. Stick around for Irrational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, everyone's favourite lover of French women will be around later on. Wedding TV, Joy of Pessy on the weekend, Major Tom, JJ, Daywave, The Minister of Fun, Sunday Night Shit Show. Check out the uh, Charlie and the Boys. Mr. Funk has been doing some streams lately, so go and check him out. You know, You know all the people. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you later.